welcome everybody to today's episode. It's it's a really special one. I can I can definitely say that it's a really special one. I had interviews before, but today is a really special one because I have a really special young man with me, um, DJ Kelly from Ireland. Um, <laughs> I had the privilege to support on his personal journey. Um, I don't even know when it was anymore. And we will dive deeper into that, but just to introduce him, like DJ, thank you so much for making the time. Thank you so much for being here. Um, like, I'm so curious for you to share your story mm. with, with us because I had, yeah, the privilege to actually see you blossoming, see you going through hardships, see you getting to know yourself on a deeper level over, I don't even know, last two years mm-hmm. since you got in touch with. But I, I saw this whole transformation, this whole journey happening, the ups and the downs, the challenges, the struggles, and and the beautiful moments of, of self-realization. So, so I was kind of like almost like participating in it. I was almost like witnessing and observing it by being in touch with you over that period of time. Um, more and less and i just felt that your story can be so inspiring to other people especially young people i'm 31 mm. i'm not saying mm. that this is you know you're <laughs> 24. 24. i know that mm. at age of my life i had many many questions and and you were mm. facing that one mm-hmm. or two started our journey together and even before so yeah, welcome, welcome to the podcast and the YouTube channel, um, on which both and and I would just love to start this episode with how did we first connect it? I was I was going through a little bit of a structure what we can talk about, right? But mm. I don't even remember when we first met. How we got, how we connected, how we got in touch with each other. Like maybe you remember that. I don't know. Yes. Um, well, I came across you on Instagram, and first impressions, I was like, "This guy is cool. He's getting at what I'm kind of going through," and I resonated with you because I saw my difficulties as I never saw them as a, a problem. Uh, like a chemical problem in terms of anxiety and panic attacks, but I saw them as an emotional problem, as a kind of spiritual problem. And your work really um, resonated with me on that level, but it took me a while to reach out because of the fear and uh, yeah, the doubts, the limitations. When was that? Like, I don't, when was that you came across my, my, my Instagram account? Instagram. Mm. it it was it was probably four years ago four years ago now yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. that means i must have been traveling through sri lanka or bali or yes yeah i remember um watching your your instagram video you were training for a marathon i think uh it was the early days it was the early days (laughs) yeah yeah Four years, man. I think it was around three years, maybe at that day. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That time, yeah, that's cool, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It took you because I love that you just 
that you just shared this, that there was so much fear, so much self-doubt, because I know that there's mm. so many out there, and I, I was one of them, and I'm still one of those who yes. believe it all by myself, right? Oh, mm. I'm the one. I have to figure it all out, all out by myself. And yes. how? No, 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 no. I don't want. I don't want anybody to see my my flaws and my imperfections. Like I, like like, I, I want you to dive a little bit deeper into that. Maybe you can just share a little bit about it. What was it? Like how long? First of all, how long did it took you to actually reach out? And what was the process you were going through? I would love to know that. Yes. Well, I would say it took me a couple of months. Um, in between seeing your Instagram page to actually making contact. And yeah, it was just all fear. I didn't want, as you say, it was very hard to allow myself to open up to a stranger and to realize that I actually needed um, help. Um, and once I, once I actually took that leap of faith, it was like dominoes and everything started to uh, connect. But it was, I was very afraid and the doubts definitely were so intense as in thoughts like I'm beyond help. I don't need help. Just they go on and on and on. And when I took that leap of faith, it really opened me up to the whole world. And when we first connected, as in I saw, I started to see things different And I started to have more trust and more faith rather than more fear and doubt. Um, and this snowballed. Uh, it had the effect of getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then the motivation and the inspiration rose within me, the fearlessness. And when we started working together, it just, yeah, best decision. <laughs> We're yeah. definitely back into that. Let's, let's hold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But I love that you bring this up. Because I think you're mm. not the only even I can see that within myself, like sometimes being so have so much pride of no, I want to figure this out by myself. Yes. And I love that you just shared this that that it took you some months to just get in touch with me, not even like mm. work with me. Yes. But actually, just I don't even know. Did you drop me a message? Did you send me a message? What was yes. it? Yes. Like, uh, it would be interesting to just throw through <laughs> it. First, that's it. That's yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. Um, it was a message and then we jumped on a discovery call um, in which I, I remember I, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't even know where to begin. And yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was very, very funny looking back. When I was living in Jengu, it yes. was at this one coffee place. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. From the station. And mm. wow, I remember that. And it was so, yes. wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. Like, um, thank you. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you for sharing, like, it's so honestly that you, you were mm. struggling. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful reminder for all of us right now that, like, you can't, like, you don't have, you, 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 you can, you can do it all by mm. yourself. Yes. You don't have mm. to, it's some, I mm. think, The beautiful thing, how I always see us as humans, we are all just mirrors for each other. Mm -hmm. So have someone supporting you is like this person will mirror something within you, which you are unable to see. Like, like we're sometimes yes. just failed by the conditioning, by, by beliefs, thoughts, and the stories that it's sometimes hard to actually 
yeah, zoom out, look at it from a different perspective, which then the person you're working with gives you to yes. then actually, you know, break through them and actually like distance yourself to then, yeah, whatever it is that you're going to kind of like dive into. But I love that, man. I love that. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it all started. It's such a beautiful memory. Mm. Even for, like, looking back mm. now, I remember jumping first on that call. That's yes. So, yeah. So I would love to know. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I was thinking a little bit like, like I would love to know what was it you were struggling with or challenged with when you first reached out? Like we were just talking right now about the fear, the self-doubts of reaching out to me, but yes. to zoom out a little bit, mm. what, what was it that you, you were facing at that time in your life that you actually were like, ah, shit, I have to do, I have to take this leap of faith. Like and even just get in touch with him if we're going to work with each other or not, like, but I have to, what, what mm. was it that almost like pushed you where you realized, ah, I can't live like that anymore. What was it that you were going through the struggles and challenges? Yes. Um, so it was anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder um, and panic disorder, uh, which eventually led to depression and suicidal thoughts, to be totally honest. Um, this is what I was going through back then. And I can remember it picture perfect, um, especially talking to you on that first session. But I just knew um, when I got to that point on that day that I had to have someone beside me um, who I could open up to, who um, I could talk to and who could help me see things different. And I knew there was something within me that had that never give up factor. Um, I was always a warrior, but I had to drop that kind of lone wolf way of thinking and just open myself up and see that there are good people in the world who do want to help because up to that point, Renee, I had just experienced people who, who didn't want to help, who were in it for um, money, who, whose heart wasn't really there. And I saw it plain as day. So when I saw you um, in uh, that first day on Instagram, I knew there was something different about you and I knew we were the same. Um, I knew that you were the guy for me. Um, but that's exactly what I was going through. I was so close to giving up because I saw no way forward. My mind battered. Um, I had no control. I, I didn't even have, I didn't even know how to go within and find stillness. I didn't know that existed. I didn't know I wasn't my mind. Um, and yeah, it was just really, really dark. Um, but there are, there always was that light within me that had that never give up factor going on. And I realized even on the darkest days that once I got through this, it would set me up. It would propel me forward into my purpose. And even today, I'm still trying to, is trying to figure it out and materialize it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm curious. Um, I, I don't remember. <laughs> we were talking about this before when yes. that um, first discovery call. But maybe you can mm. just a little bit. Like, did you already had professional help before? Did you already work with therapists before? Did you already like? Yes. Yes, well, I had worked with one lady. Um, she was a kind of 
spiritual, not coach, but we done uh, different types of meditations, but I never had professional help. I did try on uh, many occasions, but it would only last one session because, um, and as I say, this is why I saw my problem as a kind of emotional and spiritual. Um, it was just something different than um, what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, I remember. Like, yes. Like, what was it that you didn't reach out for professional help? I mean, like professional, like therapist or psychotherapist. What was it there? Was it the same kind of like approach that you you were almost like hesitating to to reach out to someone to get some help? Because mm. I think what I what I just want to bring up here is that. Mm going through depression having suicidal thoughts like those mm. those professions they have their standpoint you know what i mean i'm not yeah. i just say that i'm not an educated psychotherapist like, yes like i don't have a degree or whatsoever so mm. my background is not coming from that so i i know that those professions they have really they're really helpful for people and, and they're of course because they come in from a really scientifically studied approach mm. which helps a lot of people but what was it for you that that you that you didn't felt the the urge or this this drive to to work with someone in that profession where it's more yes about- yes well um it came from first-hand experience to be honest from seeing my mother um and how she was um you know she was on medication for most of her life And then it actually came from me being admitted uh, voluntarily to a psychiatric ward and seeing the people around me. Um, not that they were suffering, but I just saw that in a way, many people around me in, in that place had given up. And I just formed this perception that it was kind of down to those people um like they were in a vulnerable place and they didn't know the truth about things were well, my truth and um my journey and that's what really formed this belief that these guys weren't the guys for me personally for me so there was many kind of personal um experiences that made me uh not want to go there with them people <laughs> if oh, you know what i mean Yeah, no, I love that you share so openly about that. Yes, I, I think I just want to bring that in. Of know, course, mm. just don't think that if they have suicidal thoughts or depression, that my work can actually. But what I hear from you is yes. that you had your own personal experience with that before, from family, from a yes. personal experience, which, which just didn't felt right. Like there was something mm-hmm. like very intuitive inside of you, which were like, "This is not my path. This is I." I yes. I this might not help me the way something uh, something else could help me which yes. i believe is very courageous which mm-hmm. i believe is very courageous and and i have and uh, like to be honest like i have in my own family there's like mm. you know someone who who's going through the same shit you went through yes and i can see how certain ways of therapy like how they are helping to a certain level mm. to a certain level i feel and this is just my own personal perspective it doesn't say anything but to a certain level there's also like a labeling uh mm. a, a labeling of that there's something wrong with you in a way yes. that needs to be fixed 
and yes. this is what I realized. And this is a, it's beautiful that this actually comes up because I have a lot mm. of I had many many clients who 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 were in therapy. Yes, we helped them to a certain level, but they were just kind of like, but it it never really truly helped them. Yes, and and. and I think that there are incredible people out there who have an incredible, like you know, way of helping people through therapy and through all kinds mm. of ways. I'm I'm doing therapy myself because mm. for me it's incredible to have someone who can see or who can look at my shit from a different angle, who then can help me to be like, Renee, look, this is like yes, and then mm. can help me work through that. I I'm totally for that. Mm. I can also see that to a certain level, what I always experienced with with my client the clients i had since you afterwards um because you were the first one like especially <laughs> mentorship. like yes yes mentorship client like i created this whole this whole concept of what i'm teaching right now over the back then it was still three months now it's four months like you were the first you were the you were my first client doing this concept of the mentorship like like guiding you through this concept and not just doing single sessions or a monthly package so mm. What I can, what I, what I could always see with other, with other clients was they were telling me like, like I'm in therapy, but I feel there's, there's more, mm-hmm. there is something more which I want to discover, mm-hmm. which, which I feel like it's not touching up on that. The depth of the work is somehow deep, but like it's mostly talking, and then for sure there are different varieties of of that work. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's beautiful that you brought that up, and I also. I feel honored that you that you followed, you know, that feeling and that it was me at that time. Like you were like, you know, okay, fuck yes, man, let's do that. Yes. Like I really appreciate you sharing so vulnerably and openly because I, mm. I know going through all of that. Mm. Like when yes. I was like when I was a kid, like I have been like, first of all, like when I was a small kid, I was only to- always in hospital, something with mm. my physical health. Then I got ADHD, I got so many diagnosis from psychotherapists and all of that and they i think this is also where my personal experience comes into place they were all just labeling me they were like oh he has mm. adhd he needs ritalin so i got ritalin for so long and i was even mm. like having such an incredible moment i think it was two or three days ago i, I was mm. i was listening to gabor mate he's one of the is an incredible um psychologist and he was talking to joe rogan about adhd and he was talking about this whole thing that it's not an illness in a way. It's the environment that is not actually responding well to who you are and your sensitivity. And when mm. I was reading it, I was crying the shit out of myself because what it felt almost like that all those labels I got when I was a child, mm. so many labels of like in the end, it's always like I'm not good enough. Like, oh, he can't focus. He can't concentrate. He has this yes. problem. He has that problem. I always felt like I like being myself is so bad. Mm. This is what I felt like deep within. I was like being myself. I, I could never ever show my true self because yes. so many people in the past told me that this is not good enough. There's something that needs to be fixed. Mm. And when I was watching that video from Gabo Mate, I cried so much. And it was like almost this release that there was nothing wrong with me. I think it clicked like, like really mm. deep stories they were so deeply ingrained in my subconscious. They were almost like, they were yes. fading away because I realized that there's nothing wrong with, with me. The same way there was nothing wrong with you. 
There's nothing yes. like someone is out there lost, not knowing, not having direction. And like, even if they are in an environment where everyone tells them like what the funk is wrong with them, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like, like we all have our own individual journey, but in the end, like having those moments, and I'm pretty sure when you look back, and I would love to know that from you <laughs> looking back now, where you are right now, looking back mm-hmm. at that time, how would you say? that almost like the struggle, the challenges you were going through, how they were a catalyst to, to go on a journey within, like, like how much of them, how, how, how did they support you to be where you at right now, but even more important, be who you are right now? Yes. Well, I think I had to suffer a lot before I realized that I had to go inward um, and to even realize that inward was a refuge from all that was going on in my life. And yeah, like it was, I suppose it was through like a lot of, lot of suffering between the anxiety, between growing up, uh, panic attacks, all these kind of stories and like experiences. I mean, um, it took a while before I, I realized that, listen, this isn't going to work if I don't take responsibility, if I don't snap out of the victim mindset, I'm never going to change. And if I don't take action, nothing is going to happen. So I can either stay here and like self-wallow or I can become a victor and not a victim. Mm-hmm. And it was that was very difficult because it's hard to snap yourself out of out of this it's being a victim felt nice even though I was suffering every day from the moment I woke up to the moment I fell asleep between physical symptoms um yeah it was just very hard snap out of that but as I say uh before the light within me it was I always say on them dark days I was 99% suicidal 1% hopeful and I always held on to that hope And then slowly but surely, the hope turned into motivation. And even in the psychiatric ward, I would be reading like very motivational books because I always had this inner warrior that when struggle happens, even on the sporting field or in life, I always clenched my fist and got going and said, bring it on. Because I slowly but surely realized that true struggle, you are propelled forward in life. And before all of this, all of the anxiety and the panic, I felt like nobody. But now I know what it is that I'm here to do. And I've never known myself as deeply as I do in this moment. And it's beautiful because people, it's actually beautiful and sad at the same time because many people don't make that step. And they can never get past that point of, of either being a victim or a victor. They never make that jump. So that's what I kind of want to do in life is be someone who helps um, someone suffering get from that victim mindset and uh, just to the victor and just show them that it's possible, that whatever you're facing, um, it's a gift in disguise and it's a blessing as much as it seems like 
it's not <laughs> it really is <laughs> <laughs> you know and yeah, like yeah 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 like there was like yeah. i i love what you said like this moment right because mm. it's sometimes that we have to hit rock bottom like so badly that there's there's nothing left that, yes. that then we start to to take this responsibility to be like fuck do i really want to be here And, mm. and I think this is sometimes when our true nature shines through, like where where something inside of us like no, and I think this is like this is like the beauty when we start to tap more and more and more into a deeper connection, deeper intimacy with our true self. What then shines more and more through because we are life, like yes. we are life, and everything in life is is it, it's growing, expanding, blossoming. Every mm. tree is growing, every flower is blossoming, in the same way we are here to blossom and to shine our life and mm. i love what you said that this from 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 the victim to the victor and i would love to would love to know like do you remember a particular moment that there was <laughs> where where it was like this switch do you remember that or was it like an a, a time period more yes there were there was many little moments um do you remember then, uh, one yeah i remember i remember journaling and yeah. saying operation uh, some operation the heading was operation get my fucking life back and um, I wrote down what I you know some plan of action and I did not follow it like I did follow it to a certain degree but then I realized this is too radical and like I was looking at my life as if as you say as if there was something wrong with me but the moment I started to see that there was in fact nothing wrong with me that's when it kind of changed again uh, majorly so and what that took a while what changed um, like what would you say what was your experience of change well what changed from from that point uh, of view was i stopped trying to fix myself i stopped being so hard on myself i stopped being guilty about the things i was doing about the decisions i was making oh, I and i just found a peace which I never had before, even when I was a kid. And even to this day, I'm learning and learning and growing and growing and realizing on a deeper level. And this was something major with me, always feeling like I wasn't good enough and that I had to do a cold shower. I had to meditate. I had to do all these things to feel a certain way. But now I see that I don't got to do anything. And like, I can just feel whatever I want to feel and not judge any of it. So Um, I'm just allowing the experiences rather than trying to control it all. Oh, and it's it just from yeah. my heart right now, man. I yeah. So much, yeah. man. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharing, just, sharing, sorry, I didn't want to. Yeah, that. no, it's good. But just that, that switch from there to here, that's so profound. And even on the days like I'm feeling doubt about like if I am fully recovered, all this crap, like that switch from being from like a place of total lack and insecurity to where I am now, it's just crazy. And some people, um, yeah, I just want people to know that this is possible, that like the moment you just say, let's go and take responsibility. Like I, re I think when you really say yes to yourself. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never learned yeah. it. Like, yeah. And I love, yeah. yeah. I love what you shared about this. <laughs> man like you really just spoke from my heart like and not just like as like 
me seeing you where you are right now and remembering where you've been before when I first met you. Mm. But I think also you touched up on something that that I've been struggling in my life. Yeah. Always been told, like, I have been, I remember being so obsessed and passionate about dancing, but I never went to a break dance class because I was mm. too scared that people would judge me. And then I, this belief of I am not good enough would even like yes. so many things. Yes. Like, I yeah. think I was like, I think I, my life, and I'm not, I'm grateful for my life the way it turned out. It's mm. only, but I remember being so scared of driving to a 30, a city 30 minutes away to get to go shopping because I was so anxious of not getting a parking lot. Mm. So I rather stayed where I am. I didn't even call restaurants to book a table because it was so far out of my comfort zone. Yes. Because, and, and I think a lot of people can resonate with that because what was going through my mind is like, I was like almost like orchestrating the words I would say because if I would say something wrong, what would immediately come into my mind was like, oh, wow, there you are. You're not, wow, you fucked this up. Like, mm. you can't even like, yes. you can't even book a table. You can't mm. even find like there was this constant anxiety in my life. So I feel you so much. And I think it also comes from this, like you said, there's always something wrong, something mm. wrong. But why is something wrong with us? Why do we perceive it? Because we have been told to be a certain way. We have never been told to embrace our individuality to mm. like who we are emotionally, physically, like intellectually, and also like then spiritually. No, we have been told to be a certain way. And if we were this way, then we were loved. And if we weren't this way, we weren't loved. Mm. Yes. And that created this incredible, and this is like what I'm always talking about. It creates this personality, which we then try to hold together. And yes. I always explain, for me, personality is, is forced up, is forced from the external. It's defined by the external. That's where... Mm person it's like always like this oh i have to be mm. a certain way but mm. i can never actually be the way i want to be so then the shift from what i could hear also like through our journey what i could slowly see and even like the journey afterwards which you were going alone mm. it was transition from being this personality this identification with with this limited separate self who you thought you have to be towards your individuality which like individuality for me it's the origin is the source this is who you yes. are i always love this this saying mm. and i'm pretty sure i mentioned it in our mentorship like so many times when alan watts once said the moment you try to be natural you're not natural anymore yes the, the moment you try to be you you're not yourself anymore and what mm. we've always been told was to not be yourself <laughs> so many like in so many ways like and even right now with this whole social media mm. we have so much stimulation of how we think we should be that there's never actually space time and stillness to discover who do like who am i mm. and then because when we start discovering that that this this i this true self what happens is everything will start naturally unfold like you said yes you don't need to meditate and you don't need to do this and this and this because yes, otherwise you just project the same mindset onto now practices, which then just create another trap for yourself, another prison of, oh, if I'm not meditating, then I'm not good enough. Then I'm not still enough. Then I'm not peaceful enough. Mm. But it's the same shit we do. Then again, we just shift. We just shift the scenario. And now we, we just call it spiritual. But what mm. I love what you said was that 
you just allow yourself to be alive, to experience. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. to be fully alive means to take it all in, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. And, mm -hmm. and I just, I, oh my God, I'm so, I love what you said. I love what you shared. And even like you're sharing right now, because we haven't had a catch up for mm. so long or so deeply. It just shows me like how much you even put more work, more work into yourself, how much yes. you actually allowed your, mm. your individuality to shine through even more. So, yes. So I would just love to jump in a little bit. I don't want to dive into the whole section of what we have been worked mm. in our mentorship, but I remember that it even took a few months mm -hmm. from our first discovery call. I think it took a few months then to actually work with each other to actually, yeah, I remember, I think I sent you a voice <laughs> to like, yes. I fucking created this incredible program. And I know we always were, we always felt called to work with each other. Like mm. and I support you on your journey and, And I have this, like, like, are you fucking in? Mm. And I remember you like, Renee, I'm in. I'm fucking in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what was the feeling that you had? What was, what uh, was it? It was, uh, I was so excited. Um, I was actually driving the car and Katy Perry was playing. And I Which was song? like, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know which song, but I was like, and people were passing by looking at me. But oh, I felt, man. I felt so, it was like, I just felt so high on life um, because I knew that this was the beginning of something beautiful. And I knew I found the guy that was going was gonna to help me and going to guide me in the right direction. Um, and that was like inside myself, practically. Um, and yeah, I was just so, so excited and full of life. For the first time in quite a while, I remember it very well because... Up to that point, I was starting to break out of, you know, the victim stories, all this stuff. And that was like a big checkpoint on the mountain. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was a big moment. I love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. Uh -huh. Oh, man, I like I just have this this flashback of those three months when we have been working mm -hmm. together. And, and and I just would love to ask you, like, to not dive too deep into, but yes. When you look back now at those three months when we have been really die like diving deeply into into your your journey, right? Um, mm. what would what would you say was the most profound the most profound things that now when you look back you're like fuck like like that just supported me so much that really just like it almost like anchored something within yourself that the direction of your life almost take a complete new turn. Yes. Uh, well, there was many practices yeah, that I even practice today, Renee, but like there was the post-it notes, the one words, mm -hmm. just remember all these uh, things dotted around my room that really just helped me. And even just the practices where I realized where I just allowed space for my emotions um, to just release them. Um, but the major one was just realizing, the realizations um, that I am truly not the mind. I, I'm not the stories, the doubts, the fears. I'm something greater and I dwell somewhere deeper than, and I was so identified with this for so long and the anxiety even amplified it even, even deeper. 
So just the realization, I remember that day where I walked downstairs and I said to dad, like, we're not our minds. Like, we're not the minds. And he was like, oh, what's this guy talking about now? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I was like looking out the window and it was like, it was like I was the main character. But um, yeah, it was it was just so profound, Renee. And as I said, um, it was definitely the best decision uh, I had ever made in my life because um, it just it just it was it was like God just put us together. Um, he listened to my prayers um, and yeah, it was just the best decision I ever made from start to finish. It was so so worthwhile and just it was absolutely amazing um and it's it's built it's set the foundations for me now like there is a strong foundation even on the the stormy days i'm like i withstand i know i know now i know the truth about things and yeah that's what it comes down to i love that yeah i love that because i think this is and i remember like a guy like I think I, I'm pretty sure I told you that story, but I mm. want to tell it for everyone. When I was living in the, the the Buddhist forest monastery, I remember visiting this 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 really nice monk. He was so kind, and he was mm. building. They always have those those walking paths, just five meters, six seven meters, where they where they do walking meditation. And he was building mm. his way. Mm. I remember we were standing, and he was like, "You know, Rene." This is like life, like this path mm-hmm. is like life. It, it doesn't matter if you go a step forward, if you go backwards, if you go left or right. But when you once set that foundation, you mm-hmm. just know which directions you need to go. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like I said, step forward, backwards, left, right. You stop and sometimes even step out of it. But because now you know, you know how to step back in again. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, is like, this is like what I always tell my clients like my work is not here to change your life from now to forever it's it's a fun yes and it's a lifelong journey of unfolding but Mm -hmm. it allows you to recognize who you truly are and then to actually step more and more into the world living your life more and more and creating the life you truly want to live because we are the creator of our lives with that Mm -hmm. recognition to to experience this incredible journey we all have which is called life mm. and experience it fully yes fully not just one part of the spectrum like no the full spectrum and to mm. recognize that the spectrum of life that that it goes up and down up and down up and down and the more we disidentify with that the more we are able to just enjoy it and move yes. the categorizing, the labeling of trying to just be living on the sunny side and completely deny the rainy side. But then we need sun and rain for life to grow, to expand. In the mm-hmm. same way, your experience needs these challenges. It needs sometimes struggle. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you yes. need to suffer. Mm-hmm. But it sometimes needs those bumps because we have been conditioned for so long to be this limited self. Mm-hmm which everyone is. And because everyone is living like that and is so limited, like it seems normal and everyone tells you like how amazing you are, but you don't feel like it. But then by expanding beyond, you will hit those outer layers. You will hit those layers, which have been 
projected onto you because that's when you start breaking through them. Yes. It will feel new and different because you haven't been here before. Maybe you have been back, back, back in the days before you have been, get all that bullshit that has been projected onto you. But mm. this is like what it is. That's when we become alive and when we can actually detach from the stories that, like you said, we are not our minds. We are able to just see, wow, okay, cool. And sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's, oh, and it's uncomfortable. And sometimes it's like a blessing in the sky. Yes. Yes, but it's, of it's course. Just an incredible journey. And I think this is the funny thing. Now, nowadays, people, they wake up, drink their coffee, smoke their cigarettes, have breakfast, go to work, come back home, watch Netflix, and go back, back to bed. And that's what people mm. call living. And I'm not saying mm. that if you want to live this way, but like you live your life, but you're not fully alive. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love this. There's this motivational video. I remember now, and there's a quote is like, oh man, what does it say? <laughs> It says that you can't be deaf, like you can't beat death, but you can beat death in life. Yes. Mm. We all gonna die, but you can beat death in life because so many of us are fucking dead. We are so autopilot, like zombies, like living mm. a life, which most of us don't truly wanna live. We have different passion, mm. we have different, things we would love to follow but because of our stories we are holding ourselves back from actually expressing them creating them and then creating the life we want to live so yes man, uh, mm. thank mm. you for sharing your your biggest takeaways i i really I yeah really yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah and what comes up for me right now is that like you said, you already ha you have that foundation because I also know and I remember that you were going through a really challenging time afterwards. Yes. Really, really challenging time. Mm. And I would just love to know with that, that like facing really big, this really big challenge in your life. I don't know if it was mm -hmm. the same size as it was before, but how was it for you now with this new recognition, with those new tools, those new practices, this new understanding of yourself? How was it for you to break or, or to move through that? Yeah, well, now that I had the anchor, as you say, that foundation, and I had the knowledge and the practices, um, when my mother passed away last year, um, it, was, it was very difficult. Um, but I had the knowledge and the, the practices to truly digest what I was going through and um, to, to not get lost in the mind, really. And that was the most important thing for me from like the funeral to everything. It was, it was, it was tough, tough shit, but I, yeah. yeah, but I, it's funny because I always say you can't connect the dots looking forward, only looking back. And I saw that, true everything worked out it was all just a chapter a chapter leading on like a book and if i hadn't have done the work i don't know if i would have been able to withstand that storm so it was it just worked out so beautifully and it was even to the point where after burying my mother i still had the same belief that struggle will make me will propel me forward i still had this I lost it on some days and I became a victim and I could recognize this now. I knew when I was stepping in and out, as you say, but I always could go back to base. And I saw that 
so deeply that it really made me realize that struggle is brilliant. And in, in a messed up way, it really, I really understood that nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop me. If I, you know, now that I have this base, this rock, this anchor, even now more than ever, and every struggle I face, it just, I get stronger and stronger and stronger. But as you say, uh, we always are facing difficulties. And even now, um, like just having the courage to, to follow my purpose, my be myself. It's something I face like every day. And I'm not perfect at all. And I wouldn't even want to finish or reach the end of, of life as in if understanding even, it all. If, if there is one. I know. As you <laughs> yeah. So it's, it makes it, it makes it fun. It makes it entertaining to um, be faced with an obstacle and, and overcome it and discover this new side of yourself and this new, new part of yourself. Um, oh. So yeah, even now I face struggle, but, I know that it's all, it will all work out, but without my action, um, there can be no change. That's the most important thing I've learned. So, um, yeah, I can't, for me personally, I can't just, um, I don't ask for anyone to take away the struggle. I know that I am responsible. I am the captain of my ship and that, you know, without my action, without the, yeah, the energy I put into it, uh, nothing will change. So yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love, mm. I love what you shared, you know, like I shot, I mm. love the vulnerable moment, which you shared that you said, you know, that you sometimes lost yourself in this victim mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it brings me back to something which I actually shared today on my Instagram story, where it was like, we are also perfectly imperfect. Mm-hmm. And it's when we can actually, when we, when we cannot just integrate the perfections of us, Yes. We can also actually integrate the imperfections of us. That's when mm. we become whole again, when we realize that we will not always show up perfectly. We will not always like be the way we perceive it through the lens of the mind, mm. because sometimes it's just different. It's a new, it's a different experience. And and I love what that you shared that because I think what I wanna wanna I just I think what I wanna pinpoint towards to is that mm. even on the spiritual path, like you know, to, to, and, and I think this is my journey, like in the last couple of like weeks, there was like this big transformation of you're still human. Mm-hmm. Allow this experience to unfold however it wants to unfold. And if your mind tells you that this is the right way, like just drop it, mm-hmm. drop it, let it talk, get rid of this addictive behavior of thinking all the time, mm-hmm. distance yourself from it, that you are actually able to be like, sometimes I will be the victim. Yes. That's okay. There's nothing wrong. Of course. Mm. Accept that too. Yes. Because there are always two sides of the story, but those two sides, they create the story. It's like two sides, yes. same coin. That's where the wholeness lies. When we mm. are actually able to accept our perfections and imperfections in the same way, that's when we bring in our wholeness. And through this wholeness, our holiness can shine through. This is where... Mm. Where this is, in my opinion, where spirituality really comes into place. Not like just mm. sitting there and meditating and mm. not doing anything and whatever. But this is where we are realized that we are perfectly imperfect. We are already enough. We are, mm. we are everything there is. And because mm. everything there is, it implies both. And mm. through that, to then just let go of this, this, this drive towards perfection. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love yeah. that you shared that. Um, I truly love that you shared that. And mm-hmm. so to kind of like slowly sum it up a little bit, because like mm. you already have been amazing, but so I just want you were you were telling us a little bit about this journey, like going, you know, burying your mother and and, and yes challenges. And I remember mm-hmm. you we had a little bit of touch. Uh, we had a little bit of uh, we have been in touch. Yes. Uh, over that that period of time and you're right now in thailand right mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are you went into the fucking ring for the first time in your life like fighting a guy like in muay thai mm-hmm. because you did so now you're doing this muay thai training and and mm-hmm. you are you've, you're completely there by yourself right of course yes yes and i just want you to first of all express a little bit like the journey the journey because and this is like where i think where our humanness we can rely towards each other it makes us like i want you to explain a little bit like the 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 the, the, the fear and everything that came up you traveling by yourself mm-hmm. going to thailand facing challenges there and then to where you are right now and what you learned from it Yes. How much it taught you to actually build that trust within yourself to do that and do that, take that leap of faith, trust yourself that this is what you need to do. I, I just want you to dive a little bit into that before we sum this up. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, through the, the very dark days that I was going through when I met you first, I always had the dream of traveling. I always felt caged uh, through the anxiety and through other things. I always felt like caged when I'd meditate, I'd see myself caged. So um, I always had this dream that when I reach recovery, that I would go. And um, uh, it wasn't like a, an easy path. Like it was up and down and up and down and I was going places and I wasn't going places. Um, but yeah, it was just overcoming fear after fear, after fear, after fear, going back two steps, going forward one, and it wasn't plain sailing. But um, last month, I took the, the leap of faith and decided to get on the plane. Uh, <laughs> and tell, them, I, tell them a little uh, bit, like, you told me a little bit, like, the, the, like, what was going through your head. Like, tell me a little uh, bit yeah. more before, when you were on it, and then afterwards. Yes. Yeah, so uh, when I was on the plane, I remember I was, I was relaxing. And then I, everyone was asleep because we were flying through the night and I just looked around at everyone's back of their heads and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I had no idea what I was doing because it was the first time in my life that I didn't know what was next. I wasn't planning. I wasn't controlling. And I just said, fuck it. I just like uh, that leap of faith. I just, when I was going on the plane, I just said, fuck it. Like, I know that within wants me to do this. Like this is something that I have wanted for so long and it might, it's not going to make sense in my mind. It never will because it seems like the most stupidest shit ever to do. But um, yeah, so got on the plane, um, met some lovely people on the plane, start talking, telling them about life, uh, just talking, exchanging. <laughs> and uh, before I knew it, I was in Thailand. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't always easy here. Like I, I felt lonely many days and I had to overcome some like sickness with the new foods and stuff. 
uh, and it was just many lessons and many time or many challenges that I had to overcome. But I see them now as little tests and I know that I'll always get through them because now I have, as I said, more trust, more faith, more courage. And I know that I've gotten through so much things that should have broken me. Um, and this is like a, a walk in the park. Like nothing can stop me now. I'm, I'm undefeated. And um, that's why, as you said, I got into the Mai Tai ring. And this guy was 110 kg. I'm 67. And he was from London. And he was, he was playing on my ego. He was uh, talking about Irish guy. So, and he was like, let's go in the ring. And I said, okay, let's go. So, um, yeah, face that battle. Um, and it was the best thing ever. So I decided to go into training. Um, and I got back onto the mainland, South Thailand. And I'm just training twice a day now. And it's it's brilliant. But so many opportunities. And it's just, I finally feel alive. And I have this, I can, I know that this is life now. And the way I was living, I, I, I grieve it. I grieve my home. I'm still sad about leaving it. But that's because I know that it will never be the same. That that chapter is over. And it's in the past now. So this is a new time and, and new things are going to happen and it's all going to work out the way it's going to work out. And it's just, it's beautiful to have that sense of adventure. Like I feel like Christopher Columbus just sailing the seas now, you know, and uh, this is what I dreamt about. So it's been a hell of a ride and uh, there's more to come. So, <laughs> yeah. So the book isn't finished yet. Yeah. Oh, man. But I, I love because like what I can almost see is like what the transformation that happened over the like, mm. since we have been working together. And even before, like you said, that moment when you were in this in this clinic where you realized, OK, you have to you were reading those books and it slowly started to shift. Yes. It's like this slowly stepping into your role as the creator of your own life. Yes. Full responsibility and really, really taking over the steering wheel and really now you are in the driver's seat and really drive where you want to go being totally open not like putting the google map pin somewhere where you have to be but to open yourself and know a direction and this direction comes from within yes and i think this is such a beautiful message because what i can always see is that so many people we are always constantly looking for the direction for the purpose outside of us but when we actually get in touch with ourselves our purpose it naturally just starts shining through because it's part of, of our being. It's part mm. of our unique expression of who we are. So then we naturally feel drawn towards that the same way like a, a, a flower turns towards the sun. So when mm -hmm. we actually like, like shine the light within, what's happening is that, that you will start to discover something. And that's what I always love, like what you shared. Life is an, I always see it as an exploration. And I remind yes. myself every single day. And sometimes I forget. Sometimes I get mm. stuck and I'm like, mm. oh, I have to. But when, we, when you explore something, mm. when you explore yourself, firstly, by turning inward, and then life by bringing that, that fullness that you discovered within yourself into the life, starting to overflow in life, What's mm. happening is when you explore, you, you open yourself up mm -hmm. to the unknown. Yes. And it's not the unknown which scares you. It's your projection, the stories you project onto the unknown which scares you. Mm. 
What have you been yes. told what the unknown does? But when you open yourself up completely, you open yourself up to an infinite pool of possibilities. And because now you're coming from this fullness, the possibilities are a direct reflection of the fullness you carry within. And then they bring you opportunities to create the life you want to live and to actually expand into this experience, which then just it's just a reflection of what you already have within. And that's what I can truly feel with you. It's so beautifully to have this deep talk and that long conversation because I can almost sense and feel how this is so embodied. It's not just yes. like intellectual knowledge of, oh yeah, I know we are one, be here now, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's like you embody it. Mm. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say one more thing because mm. I think so many people sometimes approach themselves or even the journey within the journey of self-realization the spiritual path as as they would discover something new when you discover something the word already discover that's mm. why I, like i call my mentorship this way you mm. are taking a cover off from something which has always been there and this cover is our conditioning the way we have been looking at ourselves to then just take off that cover and then discover what always been there. So yes. it's not so much, and I, I'm pretty sure you agree with that. Mm. This whole journey of yours is not so much that you gained something. It's more that you recognize something within yourself, which was already there by actually unlearning, by actually pushing the shit aside, which was holding you back from seeing it. Like almost like lifting the veil which was like this layer, which was not allowing you to actually see what's already inside of you. Because mm. I think that's the beautiful thing when it comes to self-empowerment, you empower your true self, not a self mm. that you project into the future, your self. And because mm. you start being yourself, everything will start to unfold because you being yourself is life expressing itself in its, in its abundant fullness. And because you are now feeling this within, it will start to unfold on the outside. And this is what I can see with you right now, where you at. And it's mm. just, I just want to say that I'm so fucking proud of you, man. Like Thank you. Walking <laughs> the journey. Like I can mm. say that to where you started, where you've been in our sessions afterwards and where you are right now. Like we had some chats the last couple of days, exchanging some voice notes, which <laughs> made this happen. But I just want to say like, I'm proud of you. Mm. And I'm proud of you for not giving up, mm -hmm. for asking for help. And then also for walking the path alone when you needed to walk it alone. Mm -hmm. Like all of it, because, because yeah. I know that this episode will inspire a lot of people out there because mm -hmm. what you are going through and I feel like now looking back at my life, like it's the same shit. It just has yeah. experiences, but it's the same shit. What we somehow all go through in this distorted world we're living in right now. Mm. And I know that this will inspire a lot of people out there to really go on a journey inward. To, yes. to stop looking for it externally, turn inward, to recognize within, discover it within, and then to shine it into, into the world and then to actually let it unfold in its own magical, unique way. And ah, man, <laughs> it's been, it was, it was an honor to have you and to yeah. 
Jerry <laughs> it is so fucking powerful, man. Mm, like yeah, yeah. going through all of that. And I know that there are a lot of people out there who are going through the same right now. And I just want you, if you would have like, if you would have a message for the people out there, a message, just, just that you would love to share with them, like the ones, like all of them, but the ones who might go through something that you have been going through back in the days where everything almost felt like a struggle, a challenge, where it almost felt like impossible to get out of there. What would you, what, what, what message would it be? Yeah, well, I would say keep the faith and trust and have patience. Um, the thing about recovering from anxiety and panic and all these things was patience, 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 because it's, uh, you're playing the long game, not the short game. And uh, as I said, one step forward, two steps back, but you're still going in the right direction. You have to trust more than fear. Um, it will all work out. And I promise I'm, I'm living proof that it will. Um, no matter how dark it seems, um, it's possible. <laughs> oh man, I love that. <laughs> That's yeah. really, really powerful. Mm. Um, mm, yeah. I think I think that's 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 it. Like I think there's nothing more to tell, nothing more to share. I think they they got it all and and I'm <laughs> I just want to say thank you man for jumping yeah. on and also taking that step out of your comfort zone to to mm. share your story and share it so yeah. boldly. Mm. So proud and also to yeah, so so honestly because I think <laughs> this is what we're missing a lot in the world right now, authenticity. And of course. And I can just say from my side, I, it is, it is incredible for, for me to see mm. how, how your journey unfolded. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's um, been a, it's been an honor. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's incredible. So brother, mm. thank you so much. Thank um, you, Renee. Thank you so much for, for joining this incredible conversation. Like it turned mm. out exactly the way I thought it would. Yes. Um, and <laughs> and yeah, like, I don't know, just for the people out there, I don't know, do you still have your, your blog? Do you still have your Instagram where you share a little bit about your life, about your story, about like your experiences or right now, maybe not. I don't know. I just want to give you the possibility to maybe just share something if people would love to just follow your journey. Uh, right now I'm, I'm in the building scheme again. So I'm, uh, I was, I was actually, uh, I had a page and then I, as we spoke before, I got lost in my mind again. And I said, nah, this isn't for me, but now in this moment, things are clear again. So in the future, yeah, yeah, definitely we'll have something going on. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's who watched that story and, and is really keen and excited to actually get to know mm. or follow follow dj's journey just yes. reach out drop me a message whenever you watch that even if it's in mm. the year just drop me a message and i will <laughs> get you in touch with dj but yeah god like mm. i think one more thing i just wanted to say because mm -hmm. like you always talked about the leap of faith i just wanna i just wanna appreciate you for trusting me also mm. when, like especially working together um and for allowing me first of all to guide you to support mm. you on that journey and at the same time to the way like you fully leaned into it i remember <laughs> that you fully leaned into it and to to 
to have that trust within my journey because what i was just sharing what i'm sharing in my work is just my own personal journey it's not just mm -hmm. something i just read it's my own personal journey and what you were doing through this was like you you were trusting me mm -hmm. you were trusting my journey and mm -hmm. through that i believe you were able to really unfold to fully lean into and take all that with you which then set up the foundation for the life you're living right now and it's yes. like it suits you pretty well to actually be the creator of your life and to consciously create it in the way you're doing it. Like it suits you pretty yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, brother. Like, yeah. thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so Renee. Much. Um, for everyone who's listening right now, um, subscribe, like, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, check out my podcast, whatever it is, like my YouTube channel, wherever you're going to listen to that. But yeah, make sure to support me. Um, if you resonate with my work and if you have yeah you if you would love to know more about how you can work with me just drop me a dm um on instagram reach out um get in touch with me and we just have a nice little conversation to hear where you're at and then we will see how it will turn out so thank you so much dj for being here thank you thank so you, much Renee. everyone for listening mm. and yeah mm. create a beautiful day <laughs>